Alright, what did I learn today to become a better communicator? Well, I got a lot of practice today because there's a lot of weather going on across the Central Coast. We, The snow came in, and it actually came in a little bit more than expected. Actually, I'd say it was close to what was expected, but it's just surprising to see snow on the Central Coast, even as a weather forecaster. So, lots to talk about in my forecast this morning. There's the snow factor, there's the wind factor, there's freezing temperatures, and then there's also rain, also the slight chance of thunderstorms, maybe some hail, and then there's the nuance that it's completely a different forecast, whether you're in the lower elevations or you're in the upper elevations, and then there's also breaking down the timing of when everything's actually going to happen. And I have to do all of that in about a minute and a half in my weather forecast, while also saying the daytime highs, the overnight lows, and showing current conditions. That's a lot to fit into a minute and a half. And I'll admit, I was not great in the 5 a.m. show. Got off to kind of a shaky start. I, it was interesting because I haven't been snoozing my alarm at all, and I'm amazed at the results in that little experiment. Amazing how much less groggy I am in the morning when I don't snooze my alarm. I've also been ending my showers on cold, which instantly wakes you up as well. But you know, I, I've been putting in a lot of hard hard work and a lot of hours this week, so I think maybe it was just the accumulation of the last few days. I was off to a bit of a slow start this morning. Just mine wasn't thinking that quickly in the 5 a.m. show. And I remember actually thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not doing that well right now. Like, not personally, but like, communicatively my I'm just there's so much information that I'm trying to put out in a minute and a half I need to be more concise and I'm not focusing hard enough right now and it my forecasts haven't been great again somebody watching maybe can't even tell the difference but what was interesting was I actually felt a little bit down and I thought all right I feel not great right now I feel tired not thinking well Let me just sit down, take a quick break. So I just sat down, and I allowed myself to just calm down for a second. And I thought to myself, all right, just be more concise, be more conversational, and just do the best that you can do throughout the day today. And what was amazing was the rest of the show, I felt on it. One of my weather forecasts in the 6 a.m. show felt like one of the better ones that I've ever done. I felt like I was present the entire time and I was thinking while I was speaking. And what I was speaking about was what I was thinking about. And I was also analyzing my communication live, changing on the fly depending on how I was doing. I will say, in the 5 a.m. show, that was one good thing. Ah, I forget which show it was. It was probably six because I did something well. But I started off a hit just poorly. I think we started off with a video shot, and then I was talking about the video and then went into my forecast, which isn't something I do often, so maybe I was just a little out of practice with that. But it threw me off a little bit, and the first 30 seconds of my weather forecast, I was analyzing my communication while I was communicating, and I could just, I could just feel it. It wasn't good. I wasn't doing well. So what I've learned to do in those situations is just take a second, pause, 
and then try to summarize whatever you were just trying to say, but were communicating poorly. That's one of the best things that you can do as a communicator. Analyze what you're, analyze your communication while you're communicating. And I, I should explain that a little bit better. What I'm trying to put forward there is you almost want your mind to be doing two things at once. You want to be thinking about your ideas and, and how you're going to say them and trying to say your ideas in the best way possible. But then you're also simultaneously analyzing if you were doing a good job. And then if you feel like you get into one of those states as a communicator where you're maybe just spewing out words or you haven't changed your pace up at all or maybe you're just saying contradictory information and you could just tell it's kind of confusing to anybody who might be listening. Take your analysis think about it while still speaking and then pause and then correct yourself. Whatever you were doing poorly before, do the opposite. So usually when I'm doing badly, I'm trying to say too many things at once. I'm speaking too rapidly and I'm kind of rambling. No, I am rambling. <laughs> no kind is about it. I can notice when I do that. So I pause and then I try to break it down as simply as I possibly can and then speak purposely, purposely slowly. I don't know if that's correct grammar, but I'm going to go with it. That was the other thing that I noticed in the 6 a.m. show. And especially in that weather forecast that I felt was one of my best ones of all time. It was the slowest that I talked throughout the entire morning. I was allowing myself to think while I was speaking. So when you're speaking very quickly, I think you're almost, you almost have to be like a half second to a second ahead of what you're actually saying. And then you're almost like trailing yourself or it's like reading a script. Whereas when you're actually locked into the present moment, you're thinking and speaking at the same time. You're thinking the same word as you're saying it. As opposed to thinking of the phrase the next phrase you're going to say while you're saying the phrase that goes before that one. Overall, improvement in my weather forecast this morning. Then, I had an interesting situation. So every single day I've been, recently I've been doing three videos. My meteorology insider video, my animated video, and my short form video. Now, the reason I've been doing the animated video, one, it's great practice, it's very visual, it's a different kind of communication, and I wanna practice many different modes of communication because I don't wanna just get good at one form, I wanna get good at getting good at different forms. It's almost like practicing practice or learning how to learn. That's why I try to change up how I'm communicating and trying lots of different things and checking lots of different boxes. I'm doing weather forecasts, I'm doing Facebook Lives, long-form reading videos, animated videos, short-form video, and each one of those has subtle differences where I'm practicing a different part of my communication toolkit. It's almost like if you had a quiver of knives. Eh, 
and each one was for a different purpose. And then each day you want to sharpen each one. You don't want to just sharpen one knife over and over and over again. You want all your knives to be kept in good condition. The other... That was a bad metaphor, man. A better metaphor is... It's like surfing. You could get really good at shortboarding on your 510 sampler. 59. 5.9 sampler. And that's the only board you ever ride. You could get amazing at that. But that's going to be a problem when a big swell comes in and then all of a sudden the waves are 12 to 15 feet and it's too big to paddle in on your 5.9 sampler, especially if you're going out to Ocean Beach. In that aspect, you need maybe a 7.6 or possibly even an 8.6 board. But you don't want to be riding those for the first time. You want to continually practice. So that you have the skills in different conditions. The same, (laughs) maybe that one wasn't as good either, so we'll try another metaphor. It's like golfing. You don't go out to the golf course with just your putter. Because then when you'd be driving, you'd be using your putter. Then when you should be chipping, you'd be using your putter and wouldn't work well. You have an entire quiver of golf clubs for different situations. And you want to build up a different, a whole quiver of communication skills so that you can use those in different situations. And what's interesting is often what you learn in one aspect that seems completely different, the skills that you learn there transfer over very well to a different form. So, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I've been trying to do with all the different forms of videos. Now today, there's a lot of weather going on on the Central Coast. So my first thought was, I should just do a short form video about the forecast of what's going on. It's not going to be an evergreen piece of content where I'm able to put it up on my page and then it's there and applicable and interesting for the rest of time. It's going to be more like one of those videos people watch for a day and then nobody watches it again. But there's so much going on and it's so novel that it would be a crime not to. Like, you gotta, you gotta, when there's big weather days, you gotta make some content about that. Just like when there was flooding in the Santa Cruz area. So I was thinking, alright, I want to do a short form forecast video instead of my usual short form explainer video. Which I do usually like more because those are evergreen. Then I was thinking, so do I not do the other videos? And I came to a good compromise. I had a big question on my mind because it was a question that came up yesterday because somebody called into the station saying that they were reporting sleet at their house. And I've learned what sleet is in multiple classes. I've probably read it in 10 different weather books, but I kind of forgot exactly what sleet was and what the difference was with hail. So I knew I wanted to answer the question just for myself. What are the different types of precipitation and how do they form? So I was like, I do want to do a Meteorology Insider video. And I've been loving all the practice I've been doing recently. And maybe this is just a perfect opportunity to 
force myself to just to make those videos casually and quickly. That's what I'm trying to do with those videos. To be able to knock them out on the first take and have it be more like hanging out and talking about weather than some prepared content that I took multiple takes to do and I've been going over the script in my mind. I want it to be as natural and spontaneous as possible. So I thought, you know what? I am. I'm going to keep my streak going. I'm going to do it. And it ended up being what I think is one of my best ones of all time. I was bringing in different stories, different metaphors, anecdotes, very natural and spontaneous. And it was great practice reading something and then summarizing it to the camera. One of the most important knives that I'm trying to sharpen in my quiver. That's, that's my bread and butter short board right there or my nice pitching wedge. I love pitching. <laughs> it was the only, it was the only thing I could do inside when I had COVID. I, I got wiffle ball golf balls and some nets and I was just chipping all day long. All right. That was a bit of a tangent. So moving forward, I decided to make the video came out what I thought was great. And then I realized instead of doing some animation video, if I'm doing a forecast, I'd be much better because what's great about the animation video is I'm able to speed it up and then put it on over or on top of in the area above myself in the short form video so that people, depending on their learning style, have different things to look at. If they are audio, they could just look at me talking and listen. If they like to read like me, I have the captions on there. And then if there's someone who's very visual, they can watch the animation play and try to understand the idea that I'm trying to put forward that way. Today, I'm doing a forecast video. So it wouldn't exactly be that beneficial for me to be drawing something on my whiteboard because my art skills are pretty bad. However, there's all kinds of warning maps. There's all kinds of forecast maps. There's footage coming in of the snow in the Santa Cruz Mountains. It's the perfect opportunity for a plethora of visual content to add into my video. So instead of doing an animated video, I spent the time collecting different videos that I wanted to put into my forecast. And throughout the process, I learned some very interesting new, new skills, new tools that I can use to pull videos off of our weather computers, which could be very beneficial in the future. So I was, I picked up some new uh, tools for the toolkit throughout the day today. So long story short, long story long, I should say, I make the, the short form, short form forecast and I think it came out great. The editing process was actually kind of fun. Like a lot of times I don't like the editing process, but when it all clicks together, it does feel pretty good because it's, it paints a much bigger picture than if it's just my face and some words on top. If I can find some good footage and I match it up perfectly with the phrase that that graphic is relating to, like there's a certain art to that. It's, it is almost like art especially when it all just flows together perfectly to convey an idea as well as possible. For example, when I was talking about the warnings, I had the warning maps popping up. 
when I was talking about snow in the Santa Cruz Mountains, I had some footage from of snow in the Santa Cruz Mountains. When I'm talking about the low moving down, I actually have the the map from the computer of the low moving down. So it felt good. Felt like a I was I was proud of the content that I put forward. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I've been learning over the last few weeks is I've just been working I've, I've just been pushing myself to maximize my potential and I've been trying to optimize r- my routine so that I'm doing less of the things that I don't like doing and doing more of the things that I do like doing like thinking creating communicating working out going outside, having a nice meal. The last two to three weeks have honestly been the best two to three weeks I've had in potentially years. And I finally got into that mode where I'm not forcing myself to work. I'm excited to work. I'm excited to get out of bed in the morning. I'm thinking, what am I going to create throughout the day today? What am I going to learn throughout the day today? How much better could I get at communication throughout the day today I can feel it I have momentum right now and I'm loving it and are there times where it's incredibly frustrating yes are there times when it's incredibly stressful obviously are there times where different distractions pop up and I wish I could just focus on my work yes in those cases you have to remember that distractions are just part of life and you should actually tried to learn how to enjoy the distractions when they do pop up and then they'll they they won't last forever and then once the distractions are done you get back to your work and you're all good so it has been i have had many periods of frustration and stress but if it was easy i don't think there would be as much of a sense of achievement when I'm able to overcome that negative emotion, persevere nonetheless, and create something that I'm proud of. That's what I've been doing every single day, multiple times a day, Monday through Friday, for the last two to three weeks. And it has just felt amazing. And it's not a fluke. It's because I have analyzed my life, myself, and my routine, and I've been making tweaks and adjustments every single day to make myself and my life better, and it's working. (laughs) I would say the biggest ones that I've changed are working out in the afternoons. It's a great way to just gas myself at the end of the day or empty out all of my fuel so that I'm completely relaxed after take a nice hot tub and then I'm just ready for bed I'm able to fall asleep I don't feel like I need to be thinking for multiple hours into the night when I should be sleeping because there was more I should have done throughout the day it's more like I'm able to finally find peace because I did enough and I know I pushed myself as hard as I possibly could so working out has been amazing and overall just that whole mindset of pushing yourself as hard as you can Something pops up where you are ready. If the thought pops up that you're ready to quit, that's exactly when you should keep pushing farther. Because that's further. 
That's exactly where you, that sense of achievement is found. It's on the other side of that thought to quit. The other big one, and this I think is actually the biggest one, is consistent sleep schedule. I had an incomplete or inconsistent sleep schedule for a year and a half, and my life was just chaos. I couldn't think very clearly. I always, I just felt, <laughs> I think Bilbo says it the best. And I believe the fellowship of the ring, he says like he's too little butter spread out thinly over too much bread. That was how I felt for a year and a half. And I was pushing myself as hard as I could throughout that process. And I never quit, but it definitely was wearing me down and I never would quit, but it, my performance was slipping and the amount that I was improving was deteriorating because I just didn't have the energy and focus to, to, I was doing my best and maybe maximizing the amount of potential that I could maximize that day, but it was just the amount of potential that I had to maximize was lower because I was just so mentally and physically exhausted with the consistent sleep schedule that I have now. It's, it's like I've been given a new life. And I know that this isn't going to last forever. I know once the other meteorologist comes back after maternity leave, I'm right back on that old schedule. I'm right back to a life of chaos where I'm thin butter. So I'm just looking at this six months. We have great benefits. I'm looking at this six months as an opportunity to improve as much as I possibly can. To earn as much achievement as I possibly can. Not in the external world of likes and followers and subscribers, but internal achievement where I'm proud of myself and I've earned my self-respect because I know I gave it my all. I pushed myself to my limits and I maximized my potential. I have six months where I get to live exactly how I want to live creating and communicating as much as possible and every single day becoming the best version of myself.